and welcome to episode 27 of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Rugby.co.uk and Altius Images. I'm your host, Todd Dudley, and I'm joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of Rugby.co.uk and my co-host, Steve Smith. Hello, Steve-o. How's it going, mate? I'm good, mate. We're back again after months and months, or for us, five minutes. Uh, yes, months of months of uh, the abyss for our listeners. Um, Apologies. But actually just a sort of four-minute break and a little drinks break for us. Uh, because we, we've just recorded a little bonus episode of the podcast, which will be going out uh, in a few days' time, maybe maybe over the weekend, late weekend, maybe. Fingers crossed. Um, in which we picked our World 15. So make sure you're subscribed, and that comes up Do on you the mean feed. mean we picked the World 15? Not our World 15, the, the World, World 15. 15. The conclusive, um, unarguable against World 15. Um, so yeah, like I say, tune into that. But yes, listeners, it's good to be speaking to you again. Five, I think, just over five months we've been away uh, since our last podcast with the mighty Jack Knoll. So we've missed you. We hope you've missed us. But we're back. We're ready for a big season, and we're hopefully going to try and be a bit more consistent this year, aren't we, mate? Yeah, I think we will be. We've got it nailed. Yeah, I like how we managed to move closer to each other and yet record less. Yes. Yeah, we have done that. But I think impressive. I think it's just been a, a, a case of timing, you know? You've been busy, I've been busy. I've been on holiday quite a few times. You yeah, have you lived a dream. You have a small Jet child. <laughs> so, you know, you've also been planning your wedding. Um I in fact I haven't even seen you since since your stag do. Well, you didn't know I was alive. Maybe you just thought I was gone. Yeah, well, to be fair, you probably don't even remember I was there, but I was there, I promise. <laughs> You had a lovely shout, and, and I it was bloody, it was bloody decent as well. Um, but yeah, we're back, people. We're back with a bang, um, and I think we'll just dive in. It, this, this, so this one's just going to be a bit of a season preview, really. Yeah, we're going to look ahead. Generic season preview, which um, I'm sure no other rugby podcast is doing. I don't think they have, you know. Um, so it's good that we're doing that. They're um, probably all very positive and stuff, and we're probably not. Well, I don't know. I think we're sort of good cop, bad cop. And yeah. then, depending on the day, we decide who, who is good cop and bad cop. Um, so, we'll see. But I think what we're going to do, we're going to sort of loosely try and go through each team in the Prem, have a little chat about them, think how they're going to get on, and then almost inevitably go off on some tangents. Yeah. How does that sound to you, mate? It might take us a while, but we'll get there. It, it definitely will take us a while. But we'll give it a bash, you know? We'll give it a red hot go. Um, so... It's a great time of the year for Bath fans. The top of the uh, league? Because they're top of the league. Um, definitely has no one's ever made that joke before. Uh, but Bath are top of the league. How long do you think they will remain there for, Steve Smith? Um, who are they playing this weekend? <laughs> uh, they are playing... To be fair, I think if they're not playing on Friday night, they've gone off, got knocked off it already. They're playing on Friday night. Oh, there we go. Uh, they're playing Bristol away. Oh, well, it's over. So. Relegation. <laughs> bottom of the league. So, well done for, for being there for now, Bath. But, uh, yeah, you're, strugg- you're struggling, I think. Um, although, how are we, how we feeling about Bath this year? I feel like they've hit the bottom, which means they're going to bounce. So they're going to bounce in an upwardly direction. It depends what they're made of. Well, true. If they're made I of rubber, they rock. might bounce. If they're a rock, they could just plummet. I think they've, I think they've done some decent recruitment. Yep. It's not quite the show-stopping bath of years gone by. You know, There's no Danny Cipriani or Anthony Watson or Talib Falatau or that big Welsh bloke. That other big Welsh bloke. <laughs> that, big Wel- that other big Welsh bloke. But do, but do we think that that is actually maybe a good thing for Bath? Actually, to be fair, when I was looking at their signings, I was like, oh, Louis Schroeder's a great signing, but then, the, the, what's his name? Ben Spencer's their captain. So. Ben Spencer's captain. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not sure, will Dave Atwood, Pierce Francis, will they improve the side? I guess they're England the national quality. Quinn Rue is a Quinn decent Roo. signing. I think he's in his like, injury cover for Charlie Eels, but I think that's a good signing. <laughs> Charlie Eels, I don't think, playing again this season, so you needed that. But I guess they didn't know that when they signed him, so hey, good signing. And what do we think of the new coach, Johan van Graan? We don't know. I mean, I don't know a lot about him, but he seems like a good bloke. Spent not have before. It just felt like jobs for the boys, didn't it? A little bit of buff. I think yeah. that's been the problem. Yeah, they spent loads of players on money on players, and then like they'd buy best in class players, but then they'll have best in class staff. Yeah, which 
It's like they were, they're, they're very much like the Manchester United of, yeah. Yeah. of rugby. Just jobs for the boys. It's yeah. like, I mean, Hooper's a good guy and a, and a good, he was a great player for them. But I don't, he never really had to cut his cloth to get that job. No, no, it did feel and that like, might sound harsh, but. No, I know what you mean. And it's a balance, isn't it, between, yeah. you know, like. He could have definitely been a huge part of the team. But they sort of just chucked them in. To draw, to draw another football in comparison, it's sort of similar to like, you know, Solskjaer getting the United job or Lampard getting the Chelsea job. Yeah. It, without how did they vast do? amounts of experience. Uh, how did they do? Well, I mean, not great. About, about as well as Stuart Hooper's done. But, so Hooper's now become like the, the general manager for the team. And Van Graan is now like the head of rugby. Which I think is, the, is a good way to go. Because I think everyone likes Stuart Hooper. I think he's a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. No, I feel yeah. like he deserved the role and he, he's someone who could really flourish. But he's like chucked in... It's a bit, I know Dave Walder's been at the Falcons a while, but I feel like he's been chucked in a similar position yeah. going into the season. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. We will. We will get there. Um, but yeah, I think, I think having Van Graan there instead of Hooper is, could only be a good thing. I think the fact that they have got rid of a few superstars and haven't signed any like huge superstars I think is actually a good thing because that's it's like every year they were just linked to like Andre Pollard yeah, one day and stuff like, exactly before they got him and yeah it, it hasn't worked in the past and they haven't tried to do it again which last, I think, which last I think is season a good their best players were academy graduates you know Max Ojimo and yeah. um, who's the lad the, who's the fullback lad that ever won the football well there's uh, De Glanville yeah Orlan- De Glanville Orlando Bailey Ajelmo, yeah Orlando Bailey um Zach <laughs> Mercer before they lost him. Yeah, God, yeah. I mean, he's he's still quite good. What a fuck up that was. Um, but I, I'm I'm not optimistic for Bath, but I think I think it'll be a. I think they might much manage to get improved season for them. A couple of places higher, which isn't yeah. great. But no, but they'll you know they take it. What I'll say is I think they'll be more competitive in games. Yeah. Which yeah. when last year when they were getting pumped most weeks. Yeah. Is a step in the right direction. All right, let's move on. Uh, to their opponents for this Friday night, um, Bristol Bears, who were very underwhelming last season. Let's be it was honest. A very poor year, wasn't it? And I think, you know, you give Pat Lamb a ten-year contract or whatever. You yeah. know, that's. A, it seems like that always happens, doesn't it? You give like someone a huge contract, and then things start to unravel a little bit. Yeah, it, it definitely always. Well, happens. what happened was he lost Ben Earl and Max Merlins and couldn't yeah. replace them. Yeah. Yeah, correct. He, and the one loan, he wasn't having, they weren't salary capped, you know, yeah. really in the same way. And, you know, like, Sem- Semi Randrandra was either injured or not playing as well as he could have done. Peter Tao wasn't playing as well as he could have done. What was going on with Nathan Hughes at Bristol? It was bizarre. It was like, oh, he's crap, he can't play anymore. He's yeah. going to bath and he's, he's like watching Prime. Yeah. In Apollo. It was like getting back in the England squad ASAP. Did he play a game in the Championship as well? Yeah, he played for. Um, Coventry, maybe? I can't remember. No. Uh, frick. Hartbury? Hartbury, yeah. Yeah, played for Hartbury. Uh, so, yeah, so that was all That was all very bizarre. But, uh, my but they thing, do have a very nice training ground. they got an unbelievable training ground. And Max Lahif is a great banter. They're unbelievable on social, let's be fair. Well, Although that's probably, waned, that's probably waned a little bit. But, but in general, they're very good value on social media. Uh, they've signed Genj, which... That's huge. Whatever you want to say, that, that is, is outrageously good. Signing, signing the have premiership winning captain. captain. Have they made him? Ca- no, I don't no. think they have. No, but it, I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the worst shout. He's just won the premiership as captain, so no. it would not be the worst shout. But I also feel like he's the kind of guy that you don't need to make captain for him to have the impact you want him to have. Um, I know Pat Lamb's been talking recently about how he's already like driving standards and lifting standards already in training, and I think he'll continue to do that throughout the year. Um, I think Bristol have been handicapped a little bit by the amount of money they put down on a couple of players who haven't really managed to turn it on enough, really. Yeah. They basically Rajaira and Piertal. Yeah. Piertal's gone, hasn't he? Is that no, right? no, no. He's still there. Every next still, summer. Still knocking about. Um, but you think you think about it's going to be interesting to see their recruitment next summer. Yeah. There's a lot of players. It kind of goes round in sort of cycles. A lot of players usually sign contracts to like the end of the World Cup year, which is yeah. odd because then you you're moving clubs and or in transfer negotiations a year of a World Cup. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think my my biggest thing with them is that they 
that group of players with that that quality of coaching team with the signings they have made cannot be as bad. Well, no, they weren't bad. Cannot be as mediocre as they were last year. I think AJ McGinney's a good signing. It's a hell of a signing, that is. I think he's one yeah, of the best. It's a hell of a signing. I, I mean, I think I've been saying since 2015, please, Newcastle. Sign yeah, McGinney. I know. He'd have been such a good signer for Newcastle. It's just what we need. So we just good. need a 10. It's yeah. a, then I moved on. You know, my heart moved on. I was like, let's just get Freddie Burns. And then he went bloody yeah, Leicester to be number two. I know. But won the Premiership. He did. And he won literally the premiership, won the Premiership. Literally won the Premiership. And then had some. He could have won it under Dean Richards at the Falcons. Yeah, maybe. 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 Championship's a great league. <laughs> yeah, he might have won some silverware, but not, not the right kind. Or the um, Premiership Cup. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Bristol are. I also think some teams might be complacent against them this year because they were, like I said, fairly mediocre last year. But the year before last, boy, oh boy, were they playing some rugby. And that they haven't lost those players. Other than Ben Earl and Max Bailey's that we know about, they haven't lost those players. Uh, John so, Four, I guess. But yeah, bring them yeah, in Genji. They've got Genji, so they'll be, fi- they'll be fine. McGinty's class. Is Sheedy still there as well? Sheedy's still there. Uh, yeah, Sheedy's still there. I mean, decent, huh? like if they keep semi fit and get him playing a bit more, yeah, I, I'm backing Bristol to. I like their to get Australian back on the winger whose name's scared me. Uh, Morahan. Yeah, yeah, he's class. He's, huh? he's proper good. He, he's he's got wheels. He is. I think he's qualified for Australia, England, and Ireland. To be I fair, think. I can't remember that. Yeah, I think he's got Australia caps, doesn't he? But when were they? Oh, has he got Australian caps? I'm okay. sure he does, but. You know, he's but been long, in Bristol three or four years, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he's, he's your classic, very good club player, I think, really. Um, all right, on to... We're going to rattle through a couple of these teams, I'm sure, because um, otherwise it'll be a long, long old pod. But on to Exeter. Now, I remember you and me last year saying, Exeter, we're going to drop off a bit. Yeah. And they did drop off a little bit, but I think they're going to drop off a, a think, huge yeah. bit this year. Yeah. Yeah, you look at the players who have left and the players who have come in. Wow, I think it's. I think they. I think they've. We'll do, we'll do sort of top four predictions in, in a bit. I think. I think they've still got a chance of squeaking into the top four, maybe. But I think it's, end end of an era for Exeter. Personally. You just look at some of the. It's like not the big names that have gone out. It's the Sam Skinners. Yeah. It's the Don Armand retiring. It's the Tom O'Flaherty going to sale. Johnny Hill going to sale. Johnny Johnny Hill's a big one, but I'm just. Yeah. Will Whitty even leaving? I like Will Whitty. I think he's yeah. a good player. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. They had a real second row crisis, didn't they? In terms of players yeah. going, up, going out, but that, but that, those kind of players mm. is what Exeter has been over the, since they've been like when, when they were good. It wasn't yeah. obviously like their internationals were good, like you know, like Slades and that lot, and Noel. But actually, it's the players beneath that. It's the squad it's players the exactly. It's the guys that when those people go away can step in. And do exactly the same job. Did they release James Short last year? I think. Didn't yeah, they? I think so. Because it was always like most of the season, he was actually short and flirty on the, yeah. on the wings. So yeah. I don't even know who it will be now. Well, they've got um, obviously still got Hog. They've got Reese Hodge, who I think could play on the wing or at fifteen. Yeah. And he is he's fucking quick. He's absolute wheels. Um, but it's it's those like big strong. Squad players, decent prem th- players, yeah, good exactly, prem exactly. Players. I, I Solid Premiership pros. I think they now don't have enough of. It used to be that it didn't matter which fifteen extra put out, you'd get a very, very similar standard performance from them each time. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Um, no, and I think top four could be, could be a bit of a struggle for them. I think. Yeah, it's one of them. They're nowhere near being in danger of being anywhere near the bottom, but it's just no. no. It's just considering where they've been the last couple of years, it's yeah. a big drop off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, they won the, won the double not too long ago, didn't they? And now it's uh, it's all it's all gone a bit downhill since then, really. Um, but they still have Hoggy who kicks it miles, so you never know. Um, moving That's on. Anything G- else on Exeter? We'll move on to G City. Gloucester. They've not really done much, have they? It's not much happened. No, but again, I think similar to. Bath not signing anyone massive, I think that's a good thing. For they're Gloucester. just working out the I same think it's group. a really good thing. Like, their squad settled. They've sadly lost um, Ed Slater. They've lost Slater. Sad. Yeah, shout out to him. That is a very, very sad story, um, which I'm sure I'm sure you've all heard heard of by now. But that is incredibly sad. But yeah. my they God, must... if you need if you need something to galvanise a squad and bring a squad together, that'll do it for you. 
Um, you know, Skivington settled. He's built his squad now. I think he must be building from within as well because yeah. you've seen a couple of players leave. You know, Jason Woodward's left. Yeah. Um, Who I really liked. But. I don't know. What happened to Joe Simpson? They were just trying to give him away. It's a bit... It's a, that's a, he's always been a bit of a strange one, though, Simpson, for me. He did have the world record for the fastest pass. Did he? I mean, there's something. Only because, like, they did the record attempt with, like, Wasp players. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone else has even had a chance to try. Yeah. Oh, another motorbike. Actually, uh, I think the other bike was on the... Oh, on the bonus pod. There. Oh. there we go. So, There's yeah. a first bike for you. So we'll g- I was going to I was going to mention it when we got to Newcastle, but we might as well do it now. Me and Steve-O are uh, recording from the world-famous Spy Bar on Osborne Road in Jesmond, Newcastle. Um, if you know, you know. Shout out Spy Bar. Thanks for having us. Thanks for turning the music down for us whilst Legends. recording. Appreciate it. We'll be back. We definitely will be back. It's a great setup here. Um, but yeah, they've... Like... Pelledri's back and has signed a big new contract, which is an excellent thing. They've signed Zach Mercer for next season, which is a great signing. I just think they might... Again, we'll get to top four predictions, but spoiler alert, they might be in mine, just quietly. They might be in mine. I, I would expect them to... I think it's all... A, I could imagine them sort of being like the new Exeter. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, they, they're they've had that settled squad for a while now. Exactly. I think Hastings made a Depends huge difference Depends on how much Hastings year. gets dragged into playing for Scotland. If he doesn't, yeah. that would be a dream for them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, but but will like I don't know if he, I don't know if he will because like, well, he probably will. I don't know. I don't Blair know. Be, King be interesting to see Blair Kinghorn, mate. He is Duncan Weir, Scotland's number ten. Dunky Weir, surely surely he could do a job over over Hastings. Um, but yeah, I quite like the shape Gloucester are in because they're, you know, we always talk about going through the going under the radar a little bit. They're going under the radar, and I like I like what they're about at the minute. I think Skimington's class. I think he's got a, built a great coaching team around him. I think all the all the team absolutely love him, and uh, yeah, I think they'll have a good. He year. was under a lot of pressure as well early doors in that job. You yeah, know? yeah. He managed to ride that out, which I think yeah. is great. Right, on to... One of my favourite players, actually, is one of their props. I forgot his name, though. <laughs> one of your favourite players. Yeah. But I you forgot his name. His name. He's re- shout out to a Gloucester prop. Shout out to a Gloucester... Mate, that's, that's going to annoy me. We've got to find out who this it's a Gloucester quiz. prop is. It's a quiz. This is the, real, this is the real quiz. Name a random Gloucester prop. Uh, Jamal Ford Robinson. Yeah, that's the one. He's actually... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a good lad. He seems like a great bloke. Yeah, as someone who oh loves a little dear. bit of WWE, he's actually he loves it, he's done it? a bit. Has he actually? Oh man, I'll, I'll get I'll get it out for you on YouTube. And he was pretty good. That's great. Maybe he'll go there post rugby. That'd be that'd be insane. WrestleMania running wild. WrestleMania twenty thirty. Jamal Ford Robinson for the win. I mean, the only there's been a couple of rugby references on a tangent. Like WWE's had a couple of rugby references down the years. Seamus once came out Seamus. in an Ireland shirt. Yeah. I don't know if you can guess from the name, but Seamus is Irish. He's Irish, very much but so. But there was a commentator who like coaches rugby in Bermuda, big JBL. And there was one match once where he went, um, the referee got knocked down. He went, this would never happen if it was Nigel Owens in charge. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I mean, you even give Mario Toje a shout out once. That's so weird. funny. That is so good. Isn't it? I, I always find that funny when like two of my like relatively niche interests overlap in some way. Yeah. Like I always find that really, really funny. Um, all right. From Gloucester on to last year's semi finalists or finalists? Last year's semi finalists and the previous year's winners, Harlequins. <sighs> Where are Harlequins at? I think I think they'll be I think they'll be really good again, right? They haven't. We, the, who did lose? Big Hutezard. Yeah, which is which is a strange one to me. I don't um, know how that was allowed to happen. No, nor me, nor me. If anything, it's a position where Quinns, you know, needed him. Yeah, yeah. They it's haven't a position done where um, Saracens didn't need him really. No, but <laughs> I espe- guess his equal injury maybe. Especially Quinns to Saris. Like I know it's not quite as tribal as it is in football, but of all the clubs to go from and to, yeah, that's kind of the one where you think that probably won't happen. Speaking of WWE, mate, look up at the telly, bud. 
Oh, spy by doing absolute bits for us again. We got we got WWE SmackDown on, <laughs> and I'm feeling old because I don't know who these Vikings are coming into the ring. The Viking Raiders, I think. The Viking Raiders, sure. They'd make a good front row partnership. Yeah, look at these boys. Well, they can't because it's a podcast. But you can Google the Viking Raiders. Google, or just imagine what a WWE Viking would look like, and you've got it. To yeah. be honest, you've got it. Oh Dream. my god, what is this that's going on now? Anyway. Anyway, anyway. back to the back to the to rugby. Not ideal uh, for a for an audio presentation. Um Yeah, they've they've signed Charlie they, well, they've re signed Charlie Matthews. Uh there's not much else going on really, is there? They but they've got a pretty sound squad, which again I think is a good thing. Their players sort of ended in form, most of them. Um, Smith was probably dipping slightly, but it, he'll be he'll be just fine. That axis of Don Brandt. To be fair, Kerr I think Tommaso will... Allen was even a better player than them at some point last season. Yeah, especially yeah. just in a when you're trying to see out a game, win a game, rugby. Well, he's it, but Smith realistically is going to be away for a good chunk of the season again. Yeah, and having Tommy Allen there as that backup, as we saw last year, I think Tommy Allen might do with a World Cup in mind decide to. Um, take himself off the bench a little bit because he backed out of Six Nations, didn't he? Just decided he wanted to play. Yeah, he just wanted to play rugby. Yeah, yeah, which is admirable. I suppose. Still win. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think I've got loads on Quins really. They're another team that's that haven't made particularly big waves in the off season. They're just they are what they are. They'll keep trying to play rugby the same way they've been playing rugby. But it's uh, again they they again they're going to be. They're, they're, I think even though they, you know, semi-finals last year, champions the year before, they're definitely not a shoe-in for, for the top four this year, for me. I think they'll be good, no. but they're definitely not a shoe-in. Um, well, they were consistently inconsistent, but managed to win. But it, they were, it was always quite small margins. Like, they could have easily... I mean, the margins might flip the other way a little bit yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, on to a team that maybe is a shoe-in for the top four. You would assume the champions, Leicester I don't Tigers. Know, you know, a lot of change at the club as well. A lot yeah, a lot of new players coming in. Yeah, yeah. Feels like Borthwick is, you know, he's, he's taking a knife to the squad, hasn't he? A little bit and changed it. Well, get yeah. I mean, Gen- Genge is gone. Genge, Ford, Maroney. Maroney up to up, up here with us. Lance, up to Newcastle. Yeah. But Nadalo's going to be going. But still a lot of very, very impressive players, impressive youngsters. Players that are, I felt last year were still kind of coming into their own a bit and will just continue to do that more yeah. this year. He likes it. Tommy Rafael's a good player, but then will he need to go to Wales at the end of his current contract? That's an issue. Maybe, yeah, but, you know, they've got in this year, haven't they? Like they, they definitely got in this year. Um, you know, players like Chesson, Stewart, Tommy Freeman... Players, like Jimmy, Goffer, like Jimmy Goffer was a nice little signing. Yeah, that is. Do you think he'll play much? Or not? I think he'll play most weeks. It's just how much will he play, do you know? Yeah. And they've got I'm surprised Cockney's here. I know it's a big move to Leicester, but I thought London Irish was flourishing, to be honest. With yeah, yeah. They've got Nardolo for the first like half season, haven't they? He's not yeah. off till, till sort of the, the New Year, Christmas time kind of thing. Um, it's going to be nice seeing Anthony Watson get a bit of a fresh start. It will. Yeah, it will. It'll be, it'll be weird not seeing him in a bar chat, really. It's funny, he's still like odds on to make the England World Cup squad despite like not playing for like a year. I think he's I think he's his issue is he's going to be he's going to be Freddie Stewart. Cuz I think his best position was for England was 15. I think on the wings I think there's either, you know, there's some up-and-coming youngsters that have been very good. Or there's, like, your Jack Knowles and Johnny May. So, I think he might I think he might struggle, personally. But but if he comes in absolutely... Just fit, doesn't if it? If he rips When it you up, consider yeah. Watson and Noel, it's just which one of them will be fit. Yeah. They're not usually both fit. Are you interested to know when the last time they both played together for yeah. England was? God, I can't. I can't even imagine. But it, that I agree. That will be nice to see him hopefully play a little bit more and hopefully stay fit. Fingers crossed. Uh, Genge is a massive loss, though. Wh- whichever way you look at that, 
he's a you huge You could say Ford as well, loss. but he would have been injured for half a season anyway. Yeah, yeah, but but he's but he is a loss. Um like I think he's probably I still wouldn't be picking him for England, but he's probably the most complete fly half in the Premiership, I would say. Yeah. Um, can't argue with that. So to not to, so to be to to be losing him is a shocker, but they got Andre Pollard coming in, who's quite good at rugby. You know, he got married recently. Forty, he's probably under the whip now. Exactly, mate. Exactly, he won't be allowed out. I have my, I live here in Manchester. Get here now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Pollard coming in. Obviously, Freddie Burns still still there as a as a very very capable assistant. Um, or to be fair, with the, some of the form he had last year, he might push Pollard, but he won't because they'll play Pollard, obviously. Um, but I guess they could play Pollard at 12 and Burns at 10. Maybe. Maybe. Don't uh, put Burns at 15. I just have flashbacks to that buff. Oh, Cock up. Awful, wasn't it? Poor bloke. What a redemption story that is. I know. Uh, what it was a redemption story. So good. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that still be really strong. I think Genji's a huge loss. Ford is a huge loss. But I still think they'll be massively, massively competitive. I think they'll be yeah, very, the, the they'll be very good. Yeah, the recruitment seems pretty good, I think. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. as good as it could have been, I think. And their weapons last year were scrum and line out. And then a bit of, like, a little bit of Jouet behind that, but mostly scrum and line out, really. I think one of the big strengths they had last year is having Dan Cole all season. Yeah. Because he's just a monster. Isn't yeah. And he's going again. He may not have the fitness anymore to play test rugby, but Premiership rugby, he could play 80 minutes every yeah. week, I think. Definitely. Just. Absolutely piping people in the scrum. Um, right, let's keep riding through. London Irish. Basically, their major success was just hanging on to players. Despite yeah. losing Cockmessier, as I said, they managed to sign Pearson, Arundel, and Will Joseph to new deals. Yeah. Good. Now, what do we, what are we thinking about Mr. Arundel? Obviously, he was like scored that outrageous try and did did some nice. And it's things just establishing there. his best positions, the immediate port of call. Yeah. And and just more more game time, I guess. Yeah. More, more minutes because he didn't even goal. play that what much last year. What position did he play? He did not play very much last year. Do you think wing or fullback? Wing, I think. I yeah, think. yeah, me too. Only because <laughs> thinking with me England hat on, you know, Stewart's nailed on the wingers yeah. on. So yeah, yeah, I agree. But he, I mean, obviously, he was very exciting on that tour of Australia. If you want to try and have a balance like they did, I know we England fans talking about two thousand and three. <laughs> But you think of like... Um, Sound like Clive Woodward. Yeah. Back in 2003. Yeah. But you think of like the balance of Cohen, Lucy and Robinson. Robinson. You could compare a Lucy to a Stewart and a Cohen to a, to a uh, Freeman. Yep. But you need that rapid player. Yeah. yeah. Which could be a Radwan. Which could be Radwan. He's, he's could be dropped Arundel. off a little bit, but yeah. Arundel is another possibility. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think... Ratuni Urawa is a great signing, I think. So that's a good sign for London Irish. I just don't know if they'll do like. I don't know if they'll do much more than they did last year. They'll win some. Good, they'll beat some people they probably shouldn't beat. And lose some games. They should but win. they'll lose some games they should win. I think that just comes with the territory of having a largely sort of young team. Yeah, sparkled with like your 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 old worldy. Yeah, um, exactly. That's probably a little bit too old. Um, uh, Paddy Jackson's a good 10 as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great. He, well, he's lost a, Nick Tips, though, but signed. Um, just replaced him with another Aussie scrum half, so fair enough. Um, Joe Powell. Joe Powell, yes. Joe Powell. And they've signed, you know, another rogue sort of Samoan that is probably going to be quite good. So Atala Faso, if I'm saying that right. So I think I think they'll do all right. You look at their front row as well, and they've got you know Danilo Fischetti from Italy, who mm-hmm. I thought he really impressed. You know, yep. the, they've still got Creevy. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard Creevy like men talking about Worcester at all. To be honest, but he seems like he's just decided he's he never played for them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I I've always I love London Irish. What are you I believe talking Green. about? What are you talking about? Um. So yeah, I think they'll be sort of. At times spectacular, at times very mediocre. That's my that's my prediction. Yeah, they're like a not quite as good version of Harlequins. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They're a mid-table Harlequins. For now. For now. Right. Oh, no. On to the absolute lads. 
Falcons. The mighty Newcastle Falcons. Falcons. Um, as we've said, we are recording from Newcastle, so maybe we might, we might have some players in earshot. Who knows? They do they do enjoy uh, Osborne Road and uh, the Jesmond area. Um, they pretty much live here, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Uh, shout out to Radwan. See him walking his dog a lot on uh, on the little bit of grass by my house. Uh, and he's looking in some shape. To be fair to him, has he got pace? Uh, well, he actually—I say, I say—I see him walking his dog. He actually tends to stand still and just throw a frisbee. I guess it's probably his like rest time, isn't it? Really? That would he's be... making the dog put in the work. Yeah, the dog—the dog is putting his absolute shifts. Um, Has a falcon signed him up? Radders. They could do with him. Radders less so, but that's probably after a long day of training. To be fair to him, so. um, I don't think they'll do very well. Unfortunately, I think everything's changed. Yeah, everything is stayed completely the same. <laughs> Dean Richards has left, but then again, I'm not sure how much he was doing because yeah. Dave Walder was head coach anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Dave Walder's had a promotion at all. Nope. Dean Richards is just fucked off, <laughs> and all he seemed to do was the recruitment, which means the recruitment's been a little bit sparse, really. I think Maroney's a absolutely class signing actually a bit of an outrage I don't actually know how they've managed to pull that off maybe we're the only people who had any salary cap left yeah possibly possibly I can't think of any other reasons why um, but obviously he will inevitably miss some games Mark Wilson in his coach fine whatever he seems like a good motivator um, you know they've signed a young scrum off from the champ uh, I don't know I don't know I don't the greatest showman from Bath. <laughs> the greatest showman. Who's, who's, you know, again, pretty solid. Pretty solid. The two lads on the academy, Freddie Lockwood and Ewan Stevens, played quite a bit last year. Yeah. They're two de- very decent prospects. Yeah. Yeah. They've but just signed... A lot of the other ones are a bit like, who? Like Josh Thomas from the Ospreys. Josh Peters, who's a Spanish international from Doncaster. You know, they've signed quite a few championship players, which is which is great. Like, that's a good sign that they think that these championship players can make the step up, and I hope they do. It's when you look but, at like the names yeah. of the players who are left, even if they even if they were now crap. Let's say, I'm not saying they are crap, but for example, I think we must have let go over 150 caps. Yeah, yeah, and brought in probably like six. <laughs> nah, Maroney's got more than six, surely. Seven, surely. I don't know. Shall I look? Have a look. Have a look. I reckon he's got. I don't think any of the other sign. Maybe 22. I'm going for Maroney. We wait with bated breath. Ooh, he's actually got 43, so 43. fair enough. 43, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but we'll let Mike Brown go, so. Very good. He still doesn't have a club, not sure how. Someone give him a job. Who's that? Mike Brown. Mikey Brown. Poor bloke. Is he, he's, yeah, I assume he's not, he's definitely, I was going to say, is he still living up here? Obviously he's not. Nah. Um, although he did, they did a, I thought a, a nicely well-produced um, interview with Jim Hamilton. For rugby pass, and yeah, I, enjoy- I liked it. I enjoyed that. Nice to see him just walking along Quayside, see the Tyne Bridge place. and all that. I was like, oh, I, I, know I know that place. I know that place. I bet. I bet he's. In, I bet Mike Brown has been here. I bet he's been to Spy Bar. Oh, he lived here, undoubtedly. Um, but yeah, mate. I, him I, and Luther Burrell, who has also been released, despite being one of the better when fit. I would honestly say Burrell was. Mate, I remember us doing a pod and I was caught. Yeah, get yeah. Eddie Jones. Get him in. Get Luther back. Get him in. Get him in. And it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been a bad call. But yeah. At the time. But now they're unfortunately investigating uh, his, uh, his claims of racism, which is not a great look either, really. Nope. Um, but hopefully we'll get. Rugby is not having a great time. No, there's a, there, there is a. There, has, there have been better times to be a rugby fan than right now. But, you know, we're hoping to bring a bit of positivity also, to the I mentioned earlier, I think Joel Hodgson leaving. Yeah. When you've already lost uh, Hayden Wood to Wasps, what are you playing at? I know. I know. Honestly. He, he, is, a, he is a very, very capable premiership player. I think I, I said to you earlier, I don't, think, I don't think he's like necessarily a really good... If, if he's your starting 10 for the year, I think you might be limited to how well you'll do. No disrespect. I but, think we're already very limited to but, how well we're going to do. But as a squad player, I think uh, yeah, to, to let him go is a shame. Especially when you've already lost another 10 Yeah, as well. I think Newcastle are going to be grateful for the... 
Well, no, they won't be. They'll be devastated for them, but somewhat grateful for the situation was to find themselves in. Let's put, let's put it that way. Buzzing there. Absolutely <laughs> buzzing. <laughs> Ted um, Hill, do you need a new home, son? Poor Ted. Ollie poor Lawrence. Ted. Come on. Finn Smith. Mate, definitely. What is, I mean, anyone. It's a, it's a good job they're W in the alphabet because they're bottom of the table at the moment. They might stay that way, but we'll get on to them. But Christ, what, what a mess. Let's go. Uh, let's, let's go. Move on let's go Saints. Let's go Saints. Now I think I sort of put them in the same category for me as like Gloucester and Quinns, where they either push on or the wheels are going to come off again. Yeah, change of coach, change of coach. But I think again they've just got they've got a bunch of young guns that they've trusted for the last couple of years have started to play well, and I can't see any reason why they won't keep getting better and better because they're still young, they're still really really young. I really like Lewis Ludlum. Not not to be mistaken with Lewis Ludlow at the time to be over there. Oh God. Why does that always happen? Like it's so sh- it's just shit, isn't it? Like it is just shit. Yeah. I know I know like obviously people make mistakes, but come on. Come on. But yes, I also like Lewis Ludlum. I think he's <laughs> I think he's excellent. And I thought he was actually really good for England as well. Um I think so. I thought he should have played a bit more than yeah. he did, actually. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Freddie Stewart, Tommy Freeman, the absolute boys. Ethan Waller coming Hutchins, back. Hutchinson's still there. He'll be buzzing his back after leaving Worcester. He'll be yeah. like, get in. Bit bigger still there, right? Yeah. Like, Mitch, Mitchell's still there. Like, I think they're going to be... The players have lost, like, Pierce Francis. Yeah, fine. I like Harrison. He's a good player at times. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. I think he was past his best a little bit. I think he was uh, very, like... Almost deceptive in the sense that, like, because of how aggressive he was and how physical he was, you always noticed him whenever he did anything, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's what Gary Graham can be like at times mm-hmm. as well at the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, like, I still like Saints. I think they'll do well. I think they'll, they'll definitely be, be wanting top four, and I think they might, they might get it. I think. I've, I'm going to put, like, eight people in my top four, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, same. Um... Right, let's let rattle through these last four a little bit. Uh, Sale Sharks. Changing of the guard, more English, less South African. Yeah, yeah, which is probably Don't a good know thing. How it'll go, especially when George Ford's already injured. George Ford is a great signing if he wasn't injured until after Christmas, which I think he already is. Johnny Hill, be aware of England a lot. Yeah. Tom O'Flair, he's a good signing. Yeah. Joe Simpson, nobody seems to want him for some reason. But he's, but he's, he's really good. So like, Woodward was just a good signing. Woodward's a great signing. I, I like, don't think I like they expected Simon Hammersley to, you know, just yeah. pack up and say, see you later, yeah. pals. I, uh, I that was re- a surprise for me, to be fair. Yeah, me too. I, I really like Woodward. I think that's a great signing. Jesus. Premiership's getting big these days. It is, isn't it? There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams. We'll fly on the Saris. Well, we've got, we've got to chat a little bit about, about Manu. Do, oh, Manu. do we think he's going to stay fit? No. Okay, sure. On to Saris. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Saris are good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll probably win, I'd imagine. They've had the same squad for years. They just sort of add, like, icing, yeah. you know, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll think, be in the top four for me. Like, yeah, like we said, they've signed Tizard. <laughs> not, not loads else going on, but they'll be... Just fine, I think. They'll be just fine. Um, wasps. This, wasps. I think this sort is of incomings aren't awful. It's just everything been going on at the club and some of the players on the outgoing, which you wouldn't have expected, sort of like the Rob Millers and the James Gaskell sort yeah, of players. But but I mean, or had their time come and gone, maybe. Exactly. Like is that a, is it a huge issue that those two have gone? Not really. <laughs> no, not it? really. It's not really. Marcus Watson had never really been as good as no, he was for Newcastle. Like no, wasps. no disrespect to them all, but and like obviously when the Worcester stuff came out, there was a bit of chat that Wasps were in a similar boat. But then you know, like who got now they've who got paddled away. It's like it's like Titanic and um, Wasps have rose and have just kicked Worcester off. There was the pl- door. there was plenty of room on the door for both. Was, yeah, they but, could have survived together. But Wasps have taken the door. <laughs> They've taken the extra funding. And they've said, no, Jack, actually do let go and get in the See bin. See you later, pal. <laughs> get in the bin. Uh, you, know, you made a little road call when we were chatting pre-pod, but the Worcester Wasps has a bit of a ring to it. It does. I'd be there for it. <laughs> so, you're, so, you've, so you're 
Your prediction is that you think they'll end up back in London? That was my prediction, is Walsall end up back in London by the end of the decade. With the only caveat being the Worcester Wasps. The Worcester Which I don't think Wasps. will happen, but no, for, the, for the sake of both teams, might be best it yeah. did. Yeah. I'll tell you who is a... Who is a loss, and this is like a bit of a a bit of bias on this because he used to play with my brother in Jersey, and they were they were good mates together. But I think it, this is quite a big loss at, in terms of a squad player, Michael Le Bourgeois. Yeah, he was such a good signing. He's great, mate. He was He's sort, of, so, sort of like their breakout player of the year when he signed. And he only signed was it two years ago? Uh, Three years ago? I don't know. I don't know. He's, but I I really like him. He's a very talented rugby player. But he's become in the Premiership. He was very talented in the Championship, and he's become like just a bit of a stalwart. Like very good inside centre, do, like does his job incredibly well. And he's moved back to Bedford um, as like a player coach, which I completely get. Like completely Great club understand. To be fair, Bedford. Yeah, lovely place. Great night out, actually. Yes, down I, by the river. I've heard actually. That's like that's a that's a very common one for like, Jersey boys to go and, I wish we got go and watch that game. That's the only positive of getting relegated is. The night's out of Bedford. Night's out in Bedford. And Doncaster. Well, you go Doncaster, Bedford, Jersey, or you can go uh, Leicester, Salford, North- Northampton. Ooh, Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Ealing. But everyone loves coming to Newcastle. so They do. You know. Um, but, although I think that's a loss, I don't think it's... No, no offence, Boogs, I don't think it's like... Uh, Disastrous loss. I just think it's a shame because I think it's good. But it sounds like it's a, a good move for him personally as well. I think. Um, so I, th- I think Wasps will actually do all right, despite the, all the chat that they were maybe going bust. I think they'll probably do all right. I mean, um, Lee Black is a, a good coach. Yeah, I think he's kept yeah. them very agreed. Very and like we said centered. earlier, they've lost some players, but you know they're not. They're not in trouble. No, no, they'll be just fine. Uh, speaking of trouble, on to. Worcester Warriors. Now, wow. let, we'll caveat we'll caveat this chat by saying what is going on there is incredibly sad. Um, it's shit for the players because they're not, you know, being paid the money they should be p- being paid. It's probably more shit for the backroom staff because they don't, you know, get any sort of credit and people have been made redundant already and that kind of thing. Um, I think the ones who haven't have only got like sixty five percent of the pay as well. Yeah. So obviously, like, the caveat is it's shocking. But, you know, we're going to chat about them as a rugby team, first and foremost. Um, and unfortunately, as a rugby team, they're looking pretty pretty thin on the ground, I think. I'd agree. I feel like you might see a couple of freak results maybe early in the season out of pure bounce. Yeah. But I think it'll quickly, quickly go south. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I, I, like you know, it's just a tough position to be in. Like ru- rugby is a sport that's propped up by the generosity of like rich owners. But yeah, we were saying this earlier that from the RFU, isn't it? Yeah, really? and then you know, it's most rugby owners aren't sort of mega, 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 mega rich. Worcesters definitely aren't. So when they start, when they still seem to have any money at all. So when they start to lose this money, they, it's it's not like you know if Man City were struggling for a little bit, they could just borrow another you know two billion from the from the Saudi Sheikh or whatever. That that's not the case here. So it, it's uh, I mean the fact they put their football club Morecambe up for sale yeah might be a sign of it's not it's not good it's not good and you know like a lot of players are trying to leave because they're not being paid their wages, which is you know which is just not a, not a good place to be. So it's uh, it's not looking great, unfortunately. I can't see any way that they get off that the bottom spot that they're currently in for because they start with a W. I think it feels like it's going to have an unhappy end in this story to me. It does. It just feels like it. The worst thing is it feels like it's been dragged out as well. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just there's always talks of buyers saving clubs as well. I remember like London Welsh. There was like. Another buyer comes in at the last minute, and who, it's like, no, they don't exist. Who is going to buy Worcester at the moment? Like, it's just not going to happen, is it? It's just not going to happen. Basically, so, buying something to clear the debt and not make any money. Yeah, yeah. Which would, I mean, which would be amazing. Um, but you know, I lived in Worcester for a few years. I don't think the sort of public swell of uh, of interest in the rugby was that great. Like I, don't, I can't. See, I just can't. There was see, a rumor yeah. a couple of years ago that Scott, Scottish rugby might buy like a 
stake in the club. Well, they've got that link so, with Glasgow already, haven't they? Yeah, and there was a rumour that they might buy a stake in the club. Yeah. So you wonder... I don't understand the benefit of it, to be brutally honest. Maybe apart from having players... Being able to filter players into the Premiership if they wanted to. But yeah. Well, I think at the moment they'd probably be open to exploring all, all possibilities. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll obviously bring you more on that as and when. Uh, stay tuned on right.co.uk for all of that news, but hopefully there's a positive resolution to that soon. But like I said, from a rugby standpoint, I, uh, I'm a bit, a bit worried for them and don't think they'll do very well on the pitch as well as off the pitch, unfortunately. Um, right, shall we do? A let's few, get a bit more positive. Okay. Yeah, let's do. Let's just let's rattle through some predictions for the weekend. All right. So we've got on Friday night kicking off the season. We've got an absolute banger to be fair. Bristol versus Bath at Bristol, uh, and we've got Sale versus Northampton, which will also be a pretty tasty game. Um, Bristol Bath, what you got? Bristol home win. Bristol hope by some kind of score. By 15 points. Okay, I'm going Bristol home win by 25 points. <laughs> Bold. Um, sale at home to Northampton. That's a much tougher one, I yeah. think. I'm going Northampton by five. Northampton by five, away win. The fact they've lost McGinty and Ford's injured. Yeah. That's just what I'm thinking. I'm going to say, because Manu's fit at the moment... I it might be for 20 minutes. Well, I think Sale will win most of their games when Manu plays. So I'm going to say Sale by six. Sale by six. Uh, on to Saturday. See, now this is a bit sad because immediately I went X to Leicester. And I was like, oh, wow, what a game. And then I thought, actually, is it? Is it that good a game or will Leicester just pump them? X to Leicester down at Sandy Park. Leicester by 10. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'll say Leicester by 10 too. Uh, London Irish Worcester. London Irish London by Irish. 40. Oh, really? <laughs> God. I hope it isn't. Worcester by 10. I'm going for it. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna play on emotion. Ollie Lawrence hat trick. Ted Hill's going to score in the last minute. It's going to be great. I believe you believe. Um, and then a game that I believe you're going to. Yep. At Kingston Park, Newcastle Quints. Harlequins by 20. It's by 20. Yeah. I can't... Uh, it might not be that much. Harlequins by 12, I'll say. I don't think it'll be too much. And then rounding out the opening weekend of the Premiership on Sunday, we've got Gloucester versus Wasps, which is a tricky one. Gloucester by five. Gloucester by eight, for me. Gloucester Dream. by eight. Um, good, that was speedy. That was very speedy. That's all right, we now, today. we've got a few predictions to do yeah. for the season ahead. I want us to do a top four prediction. I want us to pick a like one to watch, and then I want us to think of an England bolter for Six Nations World Cup, England in general, autumn internationals, whatever. Yeah. Um, so should we do? Let's do it in reverse order. We'll end with the top four. So can you? So have you got an England bolter for me? Max Ojomo from Bath. Max Ojomo, that's a good shout. I love him. I think he's such a good player. That's Don't know how he hasn't got a call shout. already. There's so many you could choose for this, by the way, just out of the minute, which is such good. That's good. good. It's a good sign. <laughs> but, it's, but I don't think Barbary's still got a cap. No. No. All right. Ajomo's a good shout. I'm going to go with a more, a more obvious one, but I still think he'd technically be a bolter. Would he be a bolter? Yeah. Henry Arundel. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'd love both. <laughs> um, one to watch, and the criteria for that is really any player. It doesn't have to be a youngster. It can be any player that you think is going to have a particularly impressive season. Hmm. I'm going to go with, despite you saying not a young time, I'm going to go with Will Hayden Wood going to Wasps. Yeah, okay, nice. For, for the Falcons, he looked like he was starting to get, he was on a different level to the rest of the players. Okay. Which is why we kept getting pumped. Very and nice. I wonder if in a better team, he's going to start really putting, putting his players on. Other players, um, Anthony Watson at, at Leicester. Yeah. That, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. I would love to see Eddie Jones just leave him be. For the autumn. Leave him be. Yeah. Let him play. Yeah. You let, know? let the boy play. And if you if you bring him in back in for the... You don't need to see him. You've seen him enough. Yeah. Let him play. Bring him back in for the Six Nations. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with... I've got a young a youngster and an older and an oldie. There we go. We're, I've got... Matched. I've got Rafi Quirk as a younger one. 
because I think he's, I think, I mean, he's already broken through, but I think he's going to be outrageous this year, particularly when Ford's back fit. And one to watch because I'm just interested to see how it goes, Andre Pollard. Just, that will just be interesting. interested to see how it goes. On paper, he fits into that Leicester team. He's either going to be perfectly. class or the biggest flop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just interested with that. The flop list is, is he's penciled. In. <laughs> <laughs> what for? After this weekend, week one. Yeah, just in general. He like, he, he's not even probably playing this no, weekend. I don't think so. he um, okay, well, and then we'll finish it up with a top four prediction. Um, should we agree on one? or sh- Yeah, let's agree on one. Let's, let's come up okay. between us. Saracens. Saracens. Okay, good. Leicester? Leicester. Good. Gloucester. Yeah, I'm, I'd like Gloucester in there as well. I'm stuck. So my, I'm between... I'm between Quinns, Northampton, Sale. I'd even throw London Irish in the mix. Okay. I'm going to go Northampton. Yeah, actually. I was thinking exactly the same. I like it. They've been building, haven't they? Yeah. And they've been getting better every season. Yeah. So that's no Bristol, no Exeter, no Quinns. Didn't even think about Bristol. No sale. I just don't think they will. I think we've had Exeter outside of it for like the last yeah. forever years and they always get in, so. I would, uh, yeah, I didn't think about Bristol. No, I'm happy with Northampton. So Sarri. Yeah, I still don't think they're going to be quite good enough. Sarri's Leicester, Gloucester, Saints. Like, we, we, we were cheering the sign of Genge, but, you know, you probably missed 10 games. Yeah. Sinclair missed 10 games. Yeah. All right. Cool. I like it. Very Nailed good. It. Very good. Well, it's how good to be back. How good to be back. We're Incredible. Uh, you'll hear in our bonus pod coming out in a few days that we have... We have... Oh, let's Spent a say, long time in this pub. Let's not say promised. We have assured you that we will uh, be here a bit more regularly this year. We're going for an episode a week. Throughout the season, we'll see. We'll see how we get on with that. Um, but we're going to give it. We're going to give it a red hot go. Um, but mate, anything else to before we close it out? No, I think that'll be about it, Matt. Fabulous. In that case, that is it for episode twenty-seven of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Rug.co.uk and Artis Images. You can find us on Twitter at Rug Rugby, Instagram at Rug.co.uk, and search Rug Rugby to find us on TikTok and Facebook. Visit our website Rug.co.uk for all of the latest rugby news and features. And links to all of those channels and our website can be found in the show notes down below. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to, rate and share the podcast. Enjoy the opening weekend of rugby and we will see you next week. Mm